Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Julie Tran. She's the co-founder and CEO of Elefante Inc., a gummy maker that specializes in nutraceuticals where health is one of their priorities. Julie strives to be a modern-day Renaissance ninja, always scheming to, to improve the quality of life and environments around her. This has led her to work on projects ranging from mentoring, leadership, cannabis, baking, confectionery, finance and accounting, woodworking, martial arts, farming, sustainability, process design, tutoring, and the list goes on. What don't you do, Julie? We'd love to hear more about it. Thank you for joining the show. Welcome. Thank you so much, uh, Marisa and Neil. I'm really honored to be part of the show and to be able to share my story and hopefully inspire others out there. I love that. So tell us a little bit about your company and what was kind of your path to how you started uh, Elefante? So my business partner, Clinton, he is the cannabis half of us. So he's been doing cannabis since high school. Um, We became friends early college and became best friends. Um, He's more of the crazy visionary with he's very resourceful. So he's always talking uh, me and other friends into doing different projects. So um, me, him and another friend were supposed to move to New York after school. And he started coming out to San Francisco doing cannabis. And so he said, hey, let's move out here. We'll save up. Then we'll go to New York. Uh, Needless to say, we ended up just staying in San Francisco and not moving to New York um, and just getting deeper into cannabis. I didn't really know what I do. I've pivoted a lot. Like I went to a medical high school thinking I wanted to be a pharmacist, mostly because my parents wanted me to be a pharmacist. Um, Then I got to college and I bounced around the majors and decided to do, I ended up doing accounting because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but accounting would be a good foundation for whatever it is I would get into. And then, so I did some accounting work when I came out here. Um, and after a year, Clinton was like, hey, do you want to try farming? We could just work really hard for a couple of years, save up, and then go do other projects. Uh, so I was like, yeah, that sounds great. I'm a little bored of my job at this point. So we go out to Humboldt County and we start farming. And it's been quite an adventure. Uh, it's beautiful out there. It's a lot of redwoods and nature. Um, and it's just beautiful to work with plants and work with cannabis. Cannabis smells amazing. Um, and it just also so cool that, you know, they're all female, the ones that you smoke. And uh, yeah, we did that for two years and it didn't pan out like we thought. Um, and then eventually, uh, I'm really into vegan baking mostly because I like to eat cookies and pastries. So I started doing it 
for myself. And I was vegan for a little bit, but uh, mostly I believe in conscious eating, um, like knowing where your food comes from, like what you eat, what your food eats or what your food is grown in. It, It all ties in together. So I started baking vegan because I wanted to prove to people that just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's not, it can't be good. So I would have people try stuff. And once they acknowledge that it was good, I'd be like, aha, it's vegan. Um, yeah. So we had a friend that was working with us in the cannabis space and he was vegan and he was only able to get gelatin gummies. So he asked me to figure out how to make cannabis vegan gummies. So I started working on that in my tiny San Francisco apartment kitchen. And it took me about five months of a lot of experiments until I found a really good recipe to use as my base. And uh, since then, we still use that original recipe and we have many more other recipes too. Like we also have several sugar-free recipes um, and we're able to get different kinds of textures Um, yeah. And depending on like what kind of inputs and what kind of gummy you're going for, like we really strive to make people's gummy dreams come true. So yeah, we started building out a company, um, and we've really built a reputation for quality, um, for raising the standards and what an edible should be, not just, you know, not just like how it tastes, but also like what's in it. Um, and so, yeah, it's been a great journey. It's been, uh, we've learned a lot of lessons and yeah, it's still going. And how, how long have you had this company? We legally formed it in 2017. Um, but we didn't launch a product until Emerald Cup of 2018, December. Okay. So, and, and so what are some, what would you say were some of your personal challenges that you've had to overcome? And it seems like you pivot, um, you have, you have a wide range of experience, right? So you like to learn and you like to do new things. What would you say is the biggest challenge that you've experienced in running a company? Um, I can be a quite anxious person. And so I've had to learn how to to moderate that and also like how I express myself, how I lead my team. Cause I don't, I don't like, I don't want to be freaking out and have my team freak out. So I feel like I always have to be the strongest so I can lead them out of like whatever crisis we have, which we seem to have one like constantly. There's always some kind of thing that pops up. So yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, leadership has been uh, something I've been really working on and also just delegating and not trying to do everything myself because I, you know, no one can do all the things by themselves. And also just a part of that is just delegating is important and learning how to set up systems because if something happened to me, then, you know, that would really that would really hinder the company. So yeah, learning how to delegate, how to lead and how to make sure that the company 
will be able to continue even though certain people may not be there anymore. That that is such important advice because you you see a lot of companies where it's like if there's one person is not there, everything falls apart. And so you have to make sure that you've got, you know, like you said, systems in place so that if you walked away for whatever reason, they can keep on going without you, you know, and that's yeah. real leadership, right? Because uh, when you're when you're, you know, when you come from a controlling leadership mindset, um, you want to do it all. And that's that doesn't really benefit the rest of the organization. Yeah, you want to show people that you trust them and that you believe that they can do their job. Absolutely. That, that keeps them motivated, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I would say another major thing um, we've been learning is uh, finding the right people to work with. Um, it's really important to find partners that share the same values because um, it just makes communication so much easier and it just makes coming to solutions and solving problems much easier because you're on the same page and you might not agree on everything, but you know, at the core values that, you know, you believe in quality, you believe in, you know, no pesticides, you believe in like no corn syrup and you believe in like being, you know, accurate and true to your consumers. That's really important. How, how do you, because in this day and age, there's there's chemicals in everything you, you eat, everything you touch, everything you put on your body. Like, how do you make sure that you find like clean ingredients for what, what you're doing for your company, especially like the farming? Because there's a lot of restrictions, right? Of what you can and can't do. How do you ensure yeah. the quality uh, uh, that you do aligns with your values and, and that the product is clean? Uh, first, uh, we check out the companies, we do research on them. When we get samples, we uh, ask for MSDS sheets or information sheets they have about the ingredients. Um, if they don't have that, then if we don't think they're, I mean, if we think they're worth checking out, then we'll have it tested ourselves. Cause we did have an issue where at one point we were making topicals and one of our products uh, was not passing and it was because of uh, like a beeswax or something. And so now we test every ingredient. That's great. You talk about um, topicals um, and, and your, your products are um, nutraceuticals. Can you talk a little bit about what that is and what what um, what kind of health benefits nutraceuticals offer? Yeah, so nutraceuticals is more of a broad term. Um, like Elefante is a segment of that because it's nutraceuticals with cannabis. Um, but ultimately, we are a gummy manufacturer. We did try doing a lot of other products too, but within the cannabis community or the industry, uh, you know, the other markets are like much tinier. So we were like, okay, well, we're really good at gummies. So we're just going to focus on gummies. And what we've seen is that, you know, gummies are just such a versatile vessel. Um, and, you know, we can do hemp CBD, we can do plain gummies, which, you know, we've had people ask us for all kinds of gummies. They're like, why aren't you in Whole Foods? 
Um, we can do uh, vitamin gummies. We can do keto sugar-free gummies. And we've also been exploring the psychedelic space. Um, we're working with Johns Hopkins, setting up a microdose study. So that's been that's been new and really exciting. Exciting because of the benefits that can come out of it, and just the the people who have tried our microdose gummies. They it just really improves their lives, and so it's just. That's just the best part is seeing how our products help people with their life, whether it's with pain or whether it is some kind of anti-anxiety or helping them with sleep. Um, that really is the best part. But yeah, nutraceuticals, uh, we're, we're, ex we're trying to expand and scale up to do really all kinds of gummies. Um, and people really like our vision and our quest for having the, providing the best quality. And they know that we are always striving to improve our formulations. And we always, you know, we don't make things that we don't eat ourselves. Like I constantly have gummy homework almost every week. <laughs> gummy homework. What is yeah. gummy? Talk about what gummy homework is. <laughs> so, um, I'm not as deep in the R and D lab as I used to be, and I'm trying to get back into it. I just have a lot of other work um, that I've been swamped with. So, we do have an R and D manager, and he's really great. He's a total foodie, and you know, ever since in high school, he noticed that when he eats things, he kind of like sees different colors and textures when he eats. So, he's amazing to work with. And it's just really fun to work out with like other nerds and like nerd out on gummies and different things. Um, but yeah, uh, my found my co-founder and I, we have to eat every single gummy we make. So, you know, what, whatever gummy is on the market, we've tried it ourselves. Yeah. And then we have to fill out these sheets of our feedback on the gummies. <laughs> it's not a, not a bad job is it <laughs> yeah so where do you where, where time is wrapping up where do you see yourself in a few years I well I see myself probably expanding globally you know we're talking to different partners in Korea Thailand Japan Uruguay Israel just to start um you know we're of course we're also talking to different partners around the country in expanding. So yeah, I hope to grow and be able to share our gummies. Cause I mean, if you're going to eat gummies, I feel like you should eat the best gummies. Um, so hopefully you'll see our gummies around the world. And if it's not our brand, it's probably another brand that we made. And that's kind of how California is. Um, I can name like 10 to 15 different brands in California that we probably made it. and yeah, I've met people and they're like, yeah, I usually we do seek out manufacture when we see manufactured by Elefante. Um, cause we know that your gummies are great. That's awesome. Well, where can people find you, Julie? Uh, where can people find you? Yeah. So 
We have an Instagram, Elefante Inc. E-L-E-F-A-N-T-E-I-N-C. And we have also have a website, www.elefanteinc.com, spelled the same way. Um, yeah, you can always reach us through the website or through the Instagram. Um, you can reach me directly through the Instagram. If anybody has an interest in anything related to gummies um, or really anything, we're always open to talking to people. Reach out. Sounds great. Well, thank you for being on the show, Julie. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.